Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, lolly, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Welcome along, Mr. Max. How are you? Good. We're uh, running out of school holidays pretty fast here. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week been? Good. Been up to mischief? Kinda. Kinda? <laughs> anything in particular? Went to the speedway last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good fun? Uh-huh. Bit tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dear. And are you looking forward to getting back into school? You've only got, what, two weeks left? I don't know. Have you got anything majorly planned between now and then? We're going to go to... Oh. Oh, I've got... <laughs> where it is? Well, I believe I uh, saw you had a bit of a holiday adventure uh, early last week. Uh-huh. Where'd you head to? Geelong. Geelong? What was happening in Geelong? We were just having a day out. Yeah, bit chilled. Oh. Mm-hmm. What did you get up to? We went to Time Zone. Mm-hmm. We went shopping. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, were there sweet treats involved? That's the, the main question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what did you uh, slurp on or munch? We went to Hungry Jack. Mm-hmm. and had drinks and that. Awesome. Good fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, dear. Well, uh, I think we uh, best get into the show and find out what's new on the shelf then, eh? Mm-hmm. What's new? Max. Now, uh, on the shelf this week, I found something a little bit decadent. It's looking very, very fancy. What do you think? Ooh, Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, but it's um, packaged a little bit differently to what we're used to. Yeah. This is the Prosperity Pack of Mandarin Orange Kit Kats. Um, it looks very, very fancy. It's in a giant foil sealed pack. Yeah. And uh, kind of displayed almost like a... Um, I'd think maybe Chinese New Year, something like that. So uh, it comes in kind of a, uh, what are we here? It's an eight pack. Yeah, having seen some of the different uh, flavours of Kit Kat previously on this show, we know in Japan they just have walls and walls of Kit Kat flavours. Yeah. So this would be one of those that's just translated into uh, the Australian market, I'm assuming for a short time. But um, the tradition of uh, giving a mandarin during Chinese New Year is known as songgam, which means giving gold. And it's a very popular symbol um, conferring prosperity and well wishes to the recipient. So, Kit Kat, 
wish everybody a uh, happy Chinese New Year and a prosperous one by offering up these uh, Mandarin Kit Kats. <laughs> so uh, I'm predicting a little bit of a um, chalk orange flavour for these ones. Yeah. So inside, what do you notice about the packaging? There is gold packaging mm-hmm. up with the normal amount of Kit Kats you yep. get. Um, I think it's almost a two-finger Kit Kat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's got a similar sort of decoration to the outside, although it's a solid gold background. Mm-hmm. On the outside of the uh, the large eight-pack, there's kind of lotus flowers and uh, Chinese mountains inscribed on the, the packaging. But then, yeah, once we get onto the inside of these foil-sealed ones... So I'm trying to think Kit Kats, when they come in the four-pack... Um, yeah, I suppose they still look a bit like this with the packaging. Let's find out what's inside. So, it's a two-finger chocolate on the outside, wafer and uh, a mandarin flavour on the inside. You're giving it a bit of a nibble there. What's your thoughts? That's strong. Mmm, it's a very citrusy flavour. I'd say it's the, um, the citrus oil. Mm. It's orange flavored milk chocolate. That's that's what it is. It's not just in the uh, the cream center. It's the chocolate itself that's got the mandarin flavor. Yeah. It's got all the usual uh, milk chocolate ingredients. I'm just trying to work out where they're getting that citrusy flavor from. Um, milk chocolate contains seventy percent chocolate, thirty percent wafer fingers. I'm not getting where they're giving me the flavors from. Soy lectin emulsifier. Hmm. It doesn't actually say where the, that really um, strong mandarin taste is coming from. Yeah. But it, it certainly is a very strong flavour indeed. Mm-hmm. But it's actually through the chocolate, not the uh, not the wafer. Because yeah. often when um, Kit Kat do their flavourings, it is through the chocolate. The wafer stays the same. We've had white chocolate, we've had ruby chocolate... Uh, what other Kit Kat flavours have we had? Caramel ones have been through the centre. The Kit Kat Gold. Mmm. That's where the chocolate changes. So it makes sense that the um, mandarin flavour would be through the chocolate. Mm. That's really nice. I like that. <laughs> what about you? I don't really. You're not a fan? Yeah. Okay. Too strong. Do you normally like mandarins? Not really. <laughs> that could be part of it. <laughs> Thumbs up, thumbs down? One thumb up. One out of two. Um, yeah, I'd give it a one and a half, actually. It's not like a juicy orange flavour. It's very much the orange oil, the mandarin in this case. Um, kind of that zest from the outside, from the, um, yeah, from the skin of the mandarin, I'm guessing. But uh, I don't mind it at all. It's an acquired taste. We'll stick a picture up on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back to check out this week's topic right after this. It is time and afternoon delight to uh, take a look at this week's topic. Now, what can you tell me about the snack, Max? Do you know much? It comes with little biscuits mm-hmm. in one side, then yep. 
And the other side, there's cheese. Yeah, and it's not like pieces of cheese. It's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a almost liquidy cheese dip. Yeah. I dread to think what's actually in it, but anyway, <laughs> let's find out, shall we? Uh, so we're kind of looking at uh, Uncle Toby's uh, snacks that are called La Snack today. So Uncle Toby's themselves are a manufacturer of different breakfast cereals and snack items here in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, they were established in the late 19th century during the gold rushes here in Victoria, uh, where two brothers, Leonard and George Parsons, left England and began manufacturing uh, John Bull Oats in Melbourne. That was the name of the company back then. Then in 1861, they established Parsons Brothers, which was later turned into Uncle Toby's. Mm -hmm. Um, Rolled oats were considered quite a commodity during the era, and uh, they got traded as highly as, you know, gold back in the day. They were prized possessions, rolled oats. During World War I, they became a very chief ingredient in a special type of biscuit. Can you think what that might have been? Anzac biscuits. Yeah. So then uh, Uncle Toby's was formerly part of Goodman Fielder Food Company, and uh, that was then bought out by Graham Hart's Burns & Co., and Bluebird Foods was uh, purchased by Snack Food and Beverage Pepsi Co. So they're kind of a giant conglomerate that own a majority of the, the food things these days. Um, prior to that, Burns Phillip tried to sell Bluebird Foods to Nestle um, with Uncle Toby's. However, Nestle wasn't interested, and they only bought the Uncle Toby's half of the business. So the Goodman Fielder um, Bluebird's Food merger sort of thing still had all these other items of food under their umbrella or under their business that they were trying to sell off. But uh, the only one that Nestle was interested in was Uncle Toby's. So then uh, further down the track, Bluebird Foods were um, continuing to buy up other little businesses to try and big up their brand. Uh, in October 2005, they acquired CRISPR and Aztec from Hansel's New Zealand, making it one of the largest snack food manufacturers in New Zealand. May 2006 saw Nestle purchase the Uncle Toby's brand for $1.1 billion dollars. And uh, Bluebird Foods was able to use the Uncle Toby's brand until May 2007. After that, um, it's gone off to uh, another subsidiary after that, General Mills. And then that was sold off to Cereal Partners Worldwide. So it's had lots of different owners um, across the the generations, I guess. Uncle Toby's is still labelled as being a subsidiary of Nestle, though, in Australia. So they have the Uncle Toby's branding on the outside, but they're not actually owned by Uncle Toby's anymore. Nestle. Yeah, Nestle own them. Um, when people think of Uncle Toby's, they probably think of oats. That's the most yeah. famous um, product. They're quick oats or uh, porridge and stuff like that. The ancient grains, traditional packs... They can be used for baking, making porridge, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, they're also used to make different cereals and uh, products such as Bran Plus, Cheerios, Fruity Bites, Oat Brits, Shredded Wheat, Vita Brits, Wheaties, and then some other snack items like muesli bars and uh, what we're looking at today, La Snack. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, La Snacks come in uh, several different flavours, and we're going to be pitting them against each other. 
after the break. So uh, if you've got some Lasnac memories, let us know. You can uh, head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and post them up there. And uh, we'll be back to go head-to-head on Afternoon Delight. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time to go head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight. And, uh, well, it's kind of going head-to-head-to-head-to-head. It's a quadruple header today. Yeah. Because we've got four different flavours of Lasnac, despite the fact that on the Lasnac website, they say there's only three flavours. <laughs> so, uh, hmm, something's amiss here. Yeah. On the, uh, the Uncle Toby's website, they've got the Tasty Cheese, Cheddar Cheese and French Onion Lasnacs. We've also managed to get our hands on a nacho cheese flavour. Mm. <laughs> it's all <laughs> produced by Uncle Toby, so I don't know what the, the go is there. Um, each of them is a mixture of, as you said, three biscuits that are uh, wheat flour base, and then the cheese spread is actually made with real cheese. Mm. Um, they, Depending on which flavour you have, it's between 45 and 50% real cheese, then it's got kind of a water margarine uh, emulsifier stuff to keep it in that liquidy state um, so that it doesn't go hard like normal cheese would. So uh, some of the preservatives in that, preservative 234, whatever that is, <laughs> um, will keep it from solidifying and going hard because uh, it would be a bit difficult to dip your biscuit in it yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it went hard. Um, what have we got? Preservative 234. Well, thankfully, uh, Preservative 234 isn't on the list of uh, food additif- additives to avoid, so uh, that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're going to go head-to-head-to-head-to-head with uh, the different versions here. Um, do we want to start with kind of your basic cheddar cheese and work up? Okay. Okay. Um, so packaging for the snacks... Hasn't changed all that much over the years. I remember uh, on very special occasions we would have one of these in our lunchbox as kids. And the format has remained pretty much the same uh, across the decades. It's a two-part plastic compartment, a large plastic indent for three biscuits, mm-hmm. and then a uh, smaller compartment for the cheese dip side. Now, it's vacuum-sealed with a foil top to uh, make sure the biscuits don't go funky. (laughs) And the same with the cheese. Um, So, let's kick it off with the tasty cheese one first. Um, So, peel back the top on that. Nice work. Okie dokie. Now, how does one eat a snack, Max? Eat the biscuits and get your finger and (laughs) dip it into the cheese and eat it. So, you're not a... uh, You try and break it into... uh, three very equal portions of cheese to try and make sure that it uh, evenly coats the biscuits. No, you just eat the biscuits plain and then uh, go for the cheese later with your finger. Mm -hmm. I try very hard to uh, make sure that there's going to be, you know, three lots of cheese equally, but never works out. The first one's always too big a dip, then you're running out by the last one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, tasty cheese. Let me know. What what are you... You've given it the sniff test there? 
Yeah. Good stuff? Or? I can only smell the biscuit. You can only smell the biscuit? Mm-hmm. It's a very light and creamy cheese base. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have a bit of a nibble. Let us know what you think. The biscuit's got a good crunch to it by the sound. Mm-hmm. It tastes different to normal cheddar. Oh, does it? Does it? Maybe... Mm-hmm. Oh, I went, that's because I went tasty cheese instead of cheddar cheese. <laughs> I picked up the wrong one. Okay, so that's the tasty cheese. I'm glad you can tell the difference, though. <laughs> um, that means that they do actually taste different. But uh, not too bad. Not too bitey. Mm. Yep. Okay, I'll go I'll go with the right one this time. <laughs> we'll go with the cheddar cheese. You're not a fan of that one? or Not really. Not really? So that's like your run-of-the-mill, um, yeah, tasty cheese. This one will be the cheddar. So this is more your, if ever you have, I don't know, craft singles or something like that. Again, um, yeah, a very viscous liquid. <laughs> this time I can actually smell it. You can the smell cheese. the cheese? Okay. Yeah. So that first one, the uh, tasty cheese, was 45% uh, real cheese. This one, the cheddar, is only 49 Oh, it's still, it's more, more cheese than the, the tasty. Mm. Yeah. What do you think is your munch on that one? A lot creamier. Yeah, I'd go with that. It actually tastes like cheddar now. <laughs> tastes like cheddar. You happy with that? Mm-hmm. So obviously you're placing that one over the, the tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we've got one more cheese-based one, which is the nacho cheese. Now, this isn't actually on the, the website. Oh. So I'm not sure if it's a short-lived promotion or something new that's been tried. But um, interesting on the packaging, they've got uh, some little symbols to show you where each part of the, the snack goes. So the tray itself, the plastic tray, needs to go into the rubbish bin because it is uh, a contaminated plastic. It's not uh, a clean plastic. Yeah. And the lid, because it's foil, also goes in the rubbish bin. That's an interesting way to do it for uh, kids, because these would go in lunch boxes and things like that throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of these would go in the bin. It's not actually a recyclable packaging, which is interesting. You would think because it's a plastic base that it'd go in the recycling, but because it's had and has remnants of uh, food contaminants still on it, um, yeah, it goes in the bin. Now, what do you notice about uh, the nacho cheese? The cheese is orange. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a darker colour. And when you think of nachos, kind of almost a three-cheese mix by the look of that. Yeah. But uh, I'm expecting this to be a very cheesy mix. It smells like nachos. <laughs> it smells like nachos. Okay, so I wonder what they've got in it that's made it that darker colour. Give it a bit of a nibble. Um, so it's got the exact same content... And ingredients as the other flavours. The only difference I could see would be um, increase in salt. But it doesn't explain the change in colour. Water margarine. Hmm. Okay. This one's better than the Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cheesier than cheese. Mm-hmm. It almost like, tastes like a combination of the French onion with cheese. I don't know. <laughs> it's got something to it. It, it. It's a very different cheese taste. 
It's almost got a spice to the cheese. Mm. And I'm trying to... It's not like a tomato-y... Oh, is it? It's got a tang. It's a tangy cheese flavour. <laughs> cheese yeah. shouldn't be tangy. <laughs> but uh, it is a, it's definitely a stronger taste. Okay. I just can't quite place what. <laughs> but you're ranking that higher again? Yeah. So still top of the ladder? Uh-huh. So far we've been eating them in uh, uh, opposite. <laughs> We're tasting better and better and better. So they're all the cheese-based ones. This one, it's still a cheese base, but it's French onion dip. So I can't remember if this was my favourite as a kid or not. So we're back to a, a lighter coloured cheese dip. Mm. And this should have, yeah, that salty oniony taste as well. So I uh, have a bite on that. This one's 48% cheese. It's got two different salts plus onion powder in it, which gives it that um, French onion taste. Mm. What are you thinking? Good. How does it compare to the nacho cheese? I don't know. I think it's just as good. Yeah, it's hard to distinguish the difference, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because that nacho one had some sort of tang to it, and I still can't quite place what it is, they, they're they very similar, the French onion and the, the nacho. Yeah. The nacho cheese was a like, a as you say, an orangey colour, but the, the French onion one, pretty much same colour as the tasty or the cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. But definitely has that oniony taste to it. Can you put in order... How you would rank them? I would say the French onion and the nacho cheese. Uh, top. Top, yep. And then the cheddar cheese. Then the tasty. There you go. Well, we'll put that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. as a uh, head-to-head uh, there. Better take a quick look back at uh, last week's poll because it was neck-and-neck competition to start with. Um, let's see if it has changed at all. Last week, do you remember what we were looking at? Nesquik. Nesquik. So uh, even though there's no um, banana anymore, we thought that uh, the clear winner would be banana, if you're asking <laughs> me. <laughs> but um, do you remember what you voted, whether it was chocolate or strawberry? I remember what you voted for. Strawberry. Strawberry. And uh, sadly, you've edged ahead. <laughs> it was uh, neck and neck there for a while. But uh, the vote is currently 56% ahead for Strawberry. Um, we've got just under an hour left before it closes. So uh, you, you can do it, chocolate fans. <laughs> Keep voting. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for our sweetest tune, which normally we would play a song that is related to uh, the item that we're looking at today. But because we're looking at a cheese and biscuits-themed snack food, instead of a song, we're going to do something a bit different. You're looking worried there, Max. Uh, we don't often play comedy things on uh, Afternoon Delight. That's is it comedy? Numbers. Well, yeah, it's going to be a comedy sort of thing. This this is from Monty Python, 
and they were a comedy troupe from the 70s and 80s, and they came up with a very silly game to play called Cheese Shop, in which one person pretends to be the cheese shop owner, and the other person pretends to be a customer coming in to buy some cheese. Because we've had uh, four different types of uh, cheese flavoured little snacks in here, you could play this game at home yourself. Mm. Um, <laughs> but the sketch originally appeared in uh, episode 33 of their TV show Salad Days um, as part of the Monty Python's Flying Circus. It was reworked into uh, the comedy album Matching Tie and Handkerchief, which is the recording we're going to play for you. But uh, basically, the person who is the cheese shop owner has no cheese in their shop. And the other person is trying to buy some cheese, and they're trying to ask for as many different types of cheese. The other person has to come up with... Uh, as many reasons as for why that particular bit of cheese isn't available at the moment. So get ready for some pretty silly um, things on Afternoon Delight. This is Monty Python with Cheese Shop. Good morning. Morning, sir. Welcome to the National Cheese Emporium. Ah, thank you, my good man. What can I do for you, sir? Well, I was uh, sitting in the public library in Thurman Street just now, skimming through Rogue Perry's by Hugh Walpole, and I suddenly came over all peckish. Peckish, sir? Isurient. Eh? Yeah, we're all hungry, like. Ah, hungry. In a nutshell. And I thought to myself, a little fermented curd will do the trick. So I curtailed my wall-poling activities, sallied forth and infiltrated your place of purveyance to negotiate the vending of some cheesy comestibles. Come again. I want to buy some cheese. Oh, I thought you were complaining about the bazooki player. Oh, heaven forbid. I am one who delights in all manifestations of the Terpsichorean news. Sorry? Oh, like a nice tune, you forced to. So he can go on playing, can he? Most certainly. Now then, some cheese, please, my good man. Certainly, sir. What would you like? Well, uh, how about a little Red Leicester? I'm not. We're fresh out of Red Lester, sir. Oh, never mind. Uh, how are you on Tilsit? I'm afraid we never have that at the end of the week, so get it fresh on Monday. Tisty. No matter. Well, stout yeoman, four ounces of kefili, if you please. Ah, it's been on all the serpent two weeks. Was expecting it this morning. Not my lucky day, is it? Uh, Bell Paisy? Sorry, sir. Red Windsor? Normally say yes. Today the Bamberg Ah. Stilton? Sorry. Emmental? Gruyere? Nope. Any Norwegian Jarlsberger, perchance? Nope. Liptar? Nope. Lancashire? Nope. White Stilton? Nope. Danish Blue? Nope. Double Gloucester? Nope. Cheshire? Nope. Dorset Blue Vinny? Nope. Brie, Roquefort, Polyvec, Porcelou, Savoyard, Saint Paul, Carré de l'Est, Brest Bleu, Boursin? Nope. Camembert, perhaps? Ah, we have Camembert, yes, sir. You do? Excellent. Yes, sir. It's, uh... It's a bit runny. Oh, I like it runny. Well, it's very runny, actually. No matter. Fetch hither the fromage de la Belle France. Mm. I think it's a bit runnier than you like it, sir. I don't care how <laughs> runny it is. Hand it over with all speed. Oh! What now? The cat's eating it. That's a cheater. Gouda? No. Edam? No. Caithness? No. Smoked Austrian? No. Japanese sage derby? No. You do have some cheese, do you? Of course, sir. It's a cheese shop, sir. No, no, don't tell me. I'm keen to guess. Fair enough. Uh, Wednesday, though. Yes? Ah, well, I'll have some of that. Oh, I thought you were talking to me, sir. Mr. Wednesday, though. That's my name. Greek feta? Uh, not as such. Uh, gorgonzola? No. Parmesan? No. Mozzarella? Pickle no. Kramer? No. Danish bimbo? No. Czech sheep's milk? No. Venezuelan beaver cheese? Not today, sir, no. 
Ah, how about cheddar? Well, we don't have much corporate round here. Not we? much co- It's the single most popular cheese in the world. Round here, sir. And what is the most popular cheese round here? Rochester, sir. Is it? Oh, yes, sir. It's staggeringly popular in this manuscript. Is it? It's our number one bestseller, sir. I see. Uh, Ilchester, eh? Right, sir. Right. Okay. Have you got any? He asked, expecting the answer now. I'll have a look for that. Not much of a cheese shop, is it? Finest in the district. Explain the logic underlying that conclusion, Joe. Well, it's so cheese. It's certainly uncontaminated by cheese. You haven't asked me about limbo, have you? Is it worth it? Have you shut that bloody bazooki up? Tell you, sir. Have you got any Limburger? No. That figures. Predictable, really, I suppose. It was an act of purest optimism to oppose the question in the first place. Tell me. Yes, sir? Have you, in fact, got any cheese here at all? Yes, sir. Really? No, not really, sir. You haven't? No, sir, not a scrap. I was deliberately wasting your time, sir. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to shoot you. Right over. What a senseless waste of human life. There you go, from the National Cheese Emporium, purveyor of fine cheeses. That there is uh, Monty Python, with a very silly game indeed to play. Feel free to play it at home. Yeah. The cheese shop sketch. <laughs> Uh, We're going to take a quick break on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back after this to share a recipe, so don't go anywhere. Say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to share a recipe, and today we're going to uh, teach you how to make your very own homemade cheese dip, just like a little snack. Yeah. So you could uh, fill your lunch boxes with little tubs and cheese and biscuits, yep. if you'd like at home. <laughs> so uh, these ingredients will make five uh, individual portions. Um, you can mix and match with adding, you know, cheese and chives and stuff like that to... Uh, add different flavours. Um, it is originally a thermomix recipe, but you should be able to adapt it yourself to do kind of a, a mixer and stovetop. Um, yeah, thermo- yeah. thermomixes are pretty much an all-in-one machine where you put the ingredients in, press a button, and it does it all for you. Yeah. So you may need to get a little bit creative to uh, work out how to melt and mix yourself. Yeah. So what do you need for the ingredients? 100 grams of cheese, doesn't matter what type of cheese you're using, Mm -hmm. 125 grams of sour cream. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's that's your your base. So you can get fancy and add in, as I say, cheese and chives or uh, French onion or any other extra flavour. Cheese is already in it. Cheese is already (laughs) in it, exactly. (laughs) So um, to make it, if you're using a Thermomix... Great cheese, 20 seconds on speed four. Add, add sour cream. Melt two minutes, 80 degrees. Speed on two. Scrape down sides and blend 10 seconds, speed four. Refrigerate for three hours or until firm. Mm-hmm. And then, then you can package yeah. it all up. And take them to school or yeah, whatever you want. Because it's getting close to nearly being uh, 
as we said before, end of school holidays. We've got one uh, afternoon delight left yeah. <laughs> before school goes back. But, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, mix and match with that particular recipe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll share that uh, up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We're all fast running out of time, Max. Uh-huh. Where does the time go? Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and we will be back to uh, bust open the Kinder Surprise. Mm-hmm. Kinder, kin, 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 time has come for us to uh, open up this week's Kinder Surprise, Max, uh-huh. and uh, find out what is inside. This one's already broken. <laughs> You've uh, taken off the tinfoilish outside, and then, yeah, <laughs> the chocolate's all over the shop. I'd say that one's been dropped before uh, you got to it. Yeah. Okay, down to the uh, plastic inside. What have we got there? It's a put-together Put-together thing. thing. Something's fallen on the floor. No, you picked it up. Yep. So, little bits of plastic. Sticker. Sticker. Uh, that's a funny shape. It's kind of, what, boomerang shaped? Jelly bean. Or jelly bean shaped, <laughs> yep. Flat piece of green plastic with a couple of sticky out bits. Does that attach to something? How do I get it in? There we go. Okay. So, you've just attached two rounded pieces together. Is that like a ring that you wear on your finger? Perhaps. I don't know. No? What was on the sticker? It's ladybugs. Ladybirds, okay. So you've got a a ring-shaped base. Ah, oh, I think I know what this is. Okay, so it's like a little uh, disc um, shooter thingy. Yeah. So you can wear it on your finger, and you insert the little, what would you call that? Disc? Like a little Lady tiny frisbee. Disc thing? Yeah, a tiny little frisbee. And you can uh, press it back in, clicks in, like that. And, and then, then when you fire it off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that one right across the studio. It's actually got a bit of uh, oomph in it. You wouldn't have thought that would go that far. Yeah. There you go. Well, that is it for Afternoon Delight. Thank you very much for tuning in this afternoon. Uh, we're about to uh, cross now, I believe down to Lake Colac, where uh, the band Together is getting set up for a massive fundraiser. So um, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, if you head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, you can check out uh, all the videos and things we've talked about, uh, recipes, and you can vote for uh, what's your favourite snack flavour, and uh, take a look back at some of the different bits and pieces. If you missed anything tonight on the um, show, it will be going up as a podcast, so uh, you can listen back to that. Next week, the uh, all-encompassing, very, very special Australia Day edition of Afternoon Delight. Uh Do we give a bit of a clue as to what we might be doing for that one, or leave people hanging in suspense? Give them a clue. Give them a clue? Yeah. What sort of clue would you like to give them? An Australian delicacy? Yeah. An iconic Australian sweet treat. Is that enough? Yeah. See if they can guess from there. 
Uh, if you've got any uh, feedback or would like to suggest future topics, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or head to the Afternoon Delight OCRFM Lolly Show Facebook page. That's it from us. We'll catch you next week uh, for an Australia Day special. Yeah. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day. Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you's waking up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. song is about daytime lovemaking. The naughty type. Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight